I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Special edition of Watch Less, Complex's movie and TV culture podcast. Don't even want to go too crazy with an intro. No, why not? We're not going to keep you guys too long with this i'm cal deputy editor of pop culture to my right as always is the homie fraser tharp yes sir special guest on the episode head ass of development <laughs> donnie quack a legend in the game sup everybody donnie was excited when he heard that he was going to hop in the podcast lane for at least this edition yeah i'm representing korea i guess south korea yeah, is, is that it or i mean are we a little too on the nose for having a Korean guy on to talk about this major achievement in How Korean could we cinema. Not? I don't think it's too on the nose. I mean, who else? Who better to speak on it than a South Korean representative? Who but you? How are you feeling? You know, elated. Yeah. Uh, it was an interesting experience yesterday. Well, first of all, maybe rewind a little bit. It's just been an interesting experience seeing the evolution of parasite hype over Facts. the year. Because mm-hmm. I remember, you know, obviously Bong Joon Ho as a director. Korean people know him and know his movies. I mean, a lot of people know him, actually. If you're a real cinephile, you should know his stuff. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess actually a lot of people know him because of Okja and Snowpiercer. But so he had his movie come out, you know, in Cannes. It won the Palm Door. So right there, everybody I know or, you know, Korean people, we were like, oh, shit, that's a big deal. He won the Cannes Film Festival. So it had been out in Korea since... May, I want to say. Oh, uh, wow. Around then. So, you yeah, know. I, I think low key bootlegs were around. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, so we all got the link immediately. Mm-hmm. And, and so we all saw it very early and we were like very hyped about it. There was no conversation about it because it hadn't been seen widely yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, but that word of mouth traveled so fast and then it had like the little kind of. Sp- uh, film version of a Supreme Drop where it was just in like a couple theaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that hype built. And then just like this awards momentum where with the Globes and the Independent Spirit or whatever, all of those award shows mm-hmm. culminating in last night. Yeah. It's been like a real crazy trajectory, basically straight up. Yes, yes. From like zero to a thousand 100%. to a million. And so last night was kind of like a coronation, a victory lap. Um, after all winning all of those awards and previous award shows, so the group chats were lit. My mom was lit. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, Korean's mom was lit. So. Yeah. Was, was there a lot of calling home? No, nah, I think. Uh, well, it depends on what kind of family you have, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but me and my mom were texting for sure because she's a big up. movie buff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's interesting because Bong Joon Ho, like, that's not even. I wouldn't even consider him my favorite Korean director. Mm. But I think this movie was kind of. Um, such a crystallization of everything that he does well, and I think it was really well deserving. You guys thought it was a well deserving best picture, right? Yeah, yeah no, one hundred percent. I think on our picks, well, the the funny thing was, while the, while you're not wrong with the groundswell of support for this film, that it, since I feel like I've I've been hearing about it since Con, but you know, from October on, it was doing well in theaters and everything, but. It was still like once it was award season, people were talking 1917. Yeah. There's a lot of talk of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So 
a lot of our conversations were like, these films are probably going to win, but really, Parasite should win. Right. You, know? you know, it's crazy. It was like that moment last night, too, was kind of sports-like. It was almost like the Kawhi Sixer shot where it was on, because mm. when Jane Fonda was like, and the Oscar goes <laughs> to pause yeah. and you really didn't know what was going to come out of her mouth like yeah. up until that moment even following twitter people were like is it gonna win i'm yeah. not sure you know it was like very suspenseful and then when she said parasite and the crowd went crazy it was like a last second shot going in because yeah. everybody was happy now fraser i know we, we were in a, in, a, in a group chat all night um when did you think parasite might because we it was was it the was it the original screenplay win yeah that was no, the first one the best directing win was when it, it really was like oh shit yeah this might happen yeah, yeah. Why, why why is that uh, i mean i think well it goes two ways sometimes the academy awards best director to a film that they're not gonna award best picture so mm -hmm. they feel like they've you know given right. out both yeah and but another way it just seems like all right the support seems there like the the votership seems like they're really fucking with this movie and they're not just nominating it to show face or anything yeah it's a, it's a shock because last week we were kind of giving them the business on the pod you know because the, the the rumor and the well, come on i mean what, well th that's the thing we, we have reason to and he <laughs> we said all had reason to not trust the academy punk said he said it himself it's like you know there's people they have to get over that stigma of reading you know words on a totally, screen totally. so you know it 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 and it, it, it felt like all right there's a reason they shit on gems there's a lot of films that probably should have made it that they didn't feel were necessary Parasite getting the nom was amazing. I know a lot of people probably thought it was just going to take, I think they're calling now the international feature film, yeah, right. and that would have been it. Um, which that's it, what, that's which what it I was take. thinking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was interesting because, you know, obviously winning Best Picture was kind of the grand finale and the big moment, but it was really impactful for me, the, the original screenplay win. Yes. Mm. Because when, when he went up there, it, di it didn't strike me until then when he was like, this is the first Oscar ever won by South Korea. And I was yeah. like, damn. I mean, I knew that. Mm -hmm. But just hearing it, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, of all the great fucking movies that... Are we allowed to curse? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, All the great movies that Korea has had. And this is the first time any South Korean has gone up on stage to accept an award for a movie. It was That was nuts to me. Right. Yeah. And I think that award, when, whenever Tarantino's up for that award, it's usually his to lose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, th I kind of thought... Tarantino was going to win Best Director. That was kind of my prediction going in. But mm -hmm. I, I mean, I wasn't really following too much kind of the odds or the races or whatever. I knew that 1917 had a lot a, a groundswell of yeah. support, or at least like people were predicting. And I actually haven't seen the film. I, yeah, I, Fraser loves it. I hear it's really if you it's if dope. you're going to see it, see it on a big screen. It didn't deserve to win Best Picture, but it's fine. Mm. Yeah. Well, so speaking of Twitter, it seems like. And not just because I'm Korean, but just in general, last night was one of those rare moments where it seems like it's almost 100% positivity and universal happiness over something happening. There were, yeah. there was, there was. Um, I don't want to give the guy John, uh, John Miller. Uh, see, you're going to give the guy <laughs> the, the plug. I, Might I, as well. I, I never, I, I didn't know who he was before. I didn't like the tweet. I was surprised. What did he say? He said, "Oh, some guy named Bong Joon Ho won." Um, he made a comment about thanks, and then just like spoken Korean, basically. Well, he said, "Yeah," and then he said he. he Close the tweet by saying like I think this is the destruction of America or something. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. these, so, these people are the destruction of America. He was talk. He says he's talking about Hollywood. Even like there's probably a better way to word that tweet if that was your intention. Awful tweet. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I I didn't even like that conversation was happening and I'm like first off like fuck that you sound like somebody who didn't watch the movie but second of all in a wild xenophobic yeah, yeah nah, no like, more no more airspace for him yeah let's not give this guy any credence at all keep it keep it moving all right let me ask you guys a question actually uh, as non-koreans so 
when there's like a great achievement in black film or African-American film like Black Panther or something mm-hmm. and everybody's like going crazy about it. I mean, obviously, Black Panther didn't win Best Picture, but let's say it did. Okay. Do you feel like at some point you're kind of like, all right, everybody relax? Or do you let people be happy? Do you get annoyed when people kind of like are too much hyping something? Do you or? mean it because it feels performative? Exactly. Or inadvertently I mean, and performative? This might, just, this might just be kind of a criticism of social media and twitter in general right and i'm not saying that i had those feelings i'll let people be happy but i was thinking man this is kind of like getting a little extra it's a little bit of bandwagony and it's a little bit of people even if they mean well it feels like they're only doing it because of some kind of guilt 100 percent. i i only get pissed when you were you have to keep the same energy like a film like parasite i i because i remember getting a box of peaches in the mail. <laughs> All right. And I'm like, what does this have? Because I hadn't seen the movie. Yet, so I'm like, what the fuck does this have to do with the movie? So, you know, shouts out to the plugs. You know, I, I, I sat and watched it at work that day. I'm like, oh shit. That's uh, so, like, and since then, like, I, I remember telling Trinidad, like, yo, cause he, I think he walked in was like, have you guys heard about this Parasite movie? I'm like, yo, go see that. I'm not telling you what it's about. Just go see that shit. And then he saw it and he loved it. So I like when people keep that energy all the way through. Right. I hate when it's the big win and all of a sudden everybody's, you know, that's the, that's the team they were always riding for. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I mean, my friends sometimes call me a grumpy old man for that type of <laughs> shit. Like, they just say, let people be happy. So I, I'm going to let people be happy. But, I mean, is there something to be learned from the way... Obviously, it's a foreign film with subtitles, but it seemed like the groundswell for this movie was very organic because yeah. it was so limited. Mm-hmm. People couldn't see it. It was really a word of mouth movie. I yes. mean, I guess Moonlight was kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but I, I still feel like Moonlight was, but I feel like Parasite. It felt like a different animal. Plus, it had the twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of intrigue about it because, like you said, I think everyone I told to see it and everyone I played it for when I would rewatch it. Like you're going completely cold. You have to. Yeah. Even if someone asked, what's it? What's it? What, no, no, no. Just watch the movie. Yeah. Trust me. I didn't even know. see. Like, what does the trailer show for it? I don't want to see a trailer. <laughs> you know, like I can't I, even think. I, I, I don't think there was a lot. I feel like there wasn't a lot of plot. I, I think I watched the trailer and was still like, I don't know what this movie is. That's Cause, good. Because the thing is, like, I think people look at it like, is it a horror film? Like, right. you know, is it funny? Right. And I'm like, just did press you, play. Did you see Andrew Yang tweet it? Man, I think I gotta go see Parasite now. That's crazy. That's <laughs> Why crazy. Why would you even say that? Late. You just pretend like you've seen it. Damn. Is, is, is that just you know, the election year trying to get on the trending topic shit? Like, well, this is what I'll say. As a as a longtime fan of South Korean cinema, I actually used to write reviews of Korean movies back in the day for Korean Journal, which is now defunct. Right. I mean, there's been tons of great Korean movies over the years, especially mm-hmm. like post-New Wave, 1999, 2000, and beyond. Word. But the great thing about this is it's just the legacy now of this movie. It's going to be in like the Criterion collection. People that would never dream of seeing a Korean movie like some housewife in Topeka, Kansas is going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And that to me is, is, you know, we get a lot of times question the value of these awards sometimes, and it all feels kind of like this useless exercise and mm-hmm. celebrity de-writing but for something like this to it's really impactful and, and I, th- I think it's for like the legacy and history's sake yeah so it feels great for that i'm glad it's not like the what the, whatever the korean version of like 1917 would be like you know i'm glad <laughs> that it's, but yeah you know it, 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 <laughs> that it's a quality film and it's a film right. that will stay i mean you're putting it in criteria Wait, so you didn't like 1917 i don't i've not seen it i've not seen it but the thing is i don't 
like care. Those. Those, the, the, these weird war movies. I'm over. I feel like I've seen. It's funny. I saw that. the clip of it that they were showing in the show, and I was like, "Damn, I've seen this movie before." Facts. Like, yeah. Facts. I mean, but that's I, probably yeah. unfair having not seen it. But. I feel like the the story about it, the the way it was made, and the fact that it's one, it's supposed to be like one take throughout the whole film. I think that's dope. But I think after a while, it's like, all right, it's still just this war movie back in the day, and people get blown the fuck up. Exhibit but. already did that in his video, too. <laughs> Big facts. Thank <laughs> you. Know you. I mean? Thank you. We, we're not new to this. <laughs> now, in terms of the rest of the Oscars... Donnie, yeah. did you watch the duration of the show? Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, it was on on one screen, and I was like, uh, I was about to say typical millennial. I'm not even a millennial, but I was like <laughs> doing other shit. Yeah. So, you know, and following along on Twitter. So, uh, one eye on it at all times, but... You know, I was just having a conversation with somebody that was telling me, Michael, actually, in mm. our our law, legal department, he was saying, oh, I really like that Frozen montage or medley. <laughs> really? And I didn't even remember it. So, yeah. oh, where they had like every like different Elsa from different yeah. countries. I've never actually seen Frozen. Chops texted You've me. You've never seen Frozen? Chops texted me, What the fuck is Frozen? And I was like, This is a dumb question, but I feel you because I haven't actually accurate. seen it. So. it that's not a film. <laughs> if you went to go see Frozen, I'd be concerned. It's, yeah, it's not for you. Yeah, you kind of need a daughter or a niece. <laughs> yeah, or something. something. Do yeah. you have a Do you have a, someone that looks younger than you that you can go to the movie? I got to no see? nieces. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. don't bother with it. Don't I mean, that seemed to be kind of a takeaway from the ceremony was that there were a lot of musical performances, and maybe there actually weren't more than usual. But because there was no host, it right. seems like every interstitial was like some long performance. No, hundred percent. Yeah. What? And I was confused because I they normally do performances for music that are in the category of best song but at some point they just said hey we're going to be paying tribute to all these old songs like when was that that wasn't in the advertisements beforehand was it i don't know i like ellen john's performance i i tuned out i tuned out of that i sorry em i tuned out of eminem <laughs> like, eminem, cool. eminem got both my eyes I, I turned to look at the screen you know what i was telling this to my friend yesterday <clears throat> excuse me i feel like journalist types White people in general mm. are hating on Eminem so much now, it makes me like him way more than I liked him when he was actually popping. Wow. Yeah. Because I feel like people are not respecting the, the legacy. Yeah. I man. get it. It's like, I get, like, all right, the new albums, I'm not listening to them more than once or twice. I'm if you don't, listening. like, lose yourself, you're lying. Exactly. Like, e even exactly. If, you know, I mean, but, I don't know if it was the most stellar performance of the song, but. But how, how, it was old, cool how old is that song? 18 years. All right, that just blew my mind to hear you say that. No, because wasn't the thing that that he hadn't been on? Yeah, because he was nominated for the best song eighteen years ago, and then he didn't show up to get the award. He won the award. Oh shit! And so this was like eighteen years later. I mean, which is a weird fuck. number. It's not an anniversary or anything. But holy shit! But all right, so eighteen was, eighteen years ago, lose yourself. Eighteen years. <laughs> Big fact. Shouts out Kanye. Um, I've that video was on all the fucking time. Yeah. 8 Mile is probably playing on VH1 as we're recording this totally. right now. I Shouts out to the orchestra. I don't need to see a performance of that song. Yeah, but for a night in as stuffy as the Oscars, it was a good shot of adrenaline at the very least. I mean, even the crowd, like the crowd shots in that were amazing. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, like they were all dancing like Taylor Swift or worse. Those <laughs> gifts are going to live forever. Imagine, that's probably <laughs> the best part. That, yeah, shouts out Scorsese. <laughs> but imagine how more lit it would have been if it was hard out here for a pimp with 3 6 Mafia. <laughs> They've, They've done, done it do before. Next year? They've done it before in the Oscars. That's what, and they showed up. Oh. So we don't shout out the black people. <laughs> Because they showed up, True. right? Let me ask you a question. <laughs> this is another time. I got I got to go, actually, in a second. But wait, wait, wait. Sorry. But okay. 
What did you think of another time the screen got both of my eyes was when that dude was freestyling? Oh my god! Yeah. First of all, I, I, I didn't know. It's disrespectful to him that I don't know his name because I know who it is because he was in that movie, Game Over. Game, Game over. over, which was a Netflix movie oh. starring the dudes from the Job Show. Sorry. <laughs> It's terrible. I was telling you guys, you guys should research before you do the show. And I'm the, I don't know shit from shit. Uh, uh, again, Donnie Quack. Game over, is the name, Game over is the name of the movie on Netflix, and the guy's name is Utkarsh Ambudkar. Okay. So props to him because like he went up on stage looking down at Brad Pitt, Leo, Quentin, all the biggest stars in Hollywood, and was freestyling. Yeah, no, I mean, it's do we have? I've never seen him rap before. I didn't know he was a rapper. It felt like what'd you say it was? It felt I like call it, it was like what the skills wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. They literally. should make that a regular Oscar thing. They probably will. Uh, see, people were, you know, again, not to echo what you see on Twitter, but people mm. were kind of clowning. But I thought it was like weird, but not cringe. It was just kind of just random. He what? Random is like he wasn't bad. It definitely felt like a wrap-up, but I think if there was... Why did they do it? I don't know. Some of the Still bars time. were a little cringe, but I appreciated the attempt. But if it was more exciting, I think... It, like, he's talking about a bunch of boring shit. Yeah. You know what it I was mean? just kind of weird. I'm just trying to imagine, like, the Oscar planning session, production session, when they were like, all right, we need someone to freestyle halfway through the show. And it's like, you know, Questlove is DJ. You could have easily gotten Black Thought or right. a, a rapper. And it was just like, oh, let's just do this brown actor. But if Black Thought was out there, he would have gave them ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been so detailed, and it would have been ama- he would have been talking about fucking. Uh, the- he would have done some more Iowa caucus shit. It would have been all types of bars. Yo, credit to uh, what's his name again? Uh, Utkarsh. Utkarsh. Credit to Utkarsh because he didn't stutter. He, he, he did. delivered he- some punchlines, and I don't remember any of them. He did the thing. Yeah. I, I mean, it's one. Either he's a really good freestyler, or he's just a really good like quick writer. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I'm assuming it was a 16. I can't remember. He I was ca- referencing stuff that had just happened. Exactly. Literally. Had to exactly. Literally. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, so. That's pro- crazy. Props to him, man. Maybe uh, he'll get more famous after this. Anyway, watch Game Over on Netflix. It's a really stupid movie, but he plays the bad guy. Oh. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And he's funny. And he's a comedian, too. I've seen his, him do uh, comedy before, so... His face looked familiar, but yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you who he was at that time. Damn. <laughs> you got to get out of here, man? Yeah, I do. Thank right. you guys for having me. Thanks oh, for no joining, doubt. man. No uh, doubt. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right. All right, what else do we have to hit about this show? Um, no host. I'm of two minds about no host. I feel like uh, the producers having no host makes them go in on presenters more and presenter chemistry. Mm-hmm. So you get, you know, obviously whoever Maya Rudolph comes out with is going to be bars. It's usually Amy Poehler, right? Yes, yes. But, I mean, Kristen Wiig and her just... It was perfect. ...dominated. Yeah. Like, it, embarrassed everyone. It, it, li- it felt like watching some of the best SNL. And then you have Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Will Ferrell. That was good. Right up under them. I was confused at the beginning, but as they kept that joke going... I Great. Was like, yeah, yeah, that was good stuff. And it, like, she can... Let, she, like, got back in her Veep bag. Facts. With that. Facts. Uh, and then Chris Rock and Steve Martin... 
awesome. to start the show was great. And I was like, all right, why can't Chris Rock just host? Yeah, I, I, if you could have, just give him that job. For, wasn't that wasn't one of his the Oscars that he did actually host? Though wasn't that like uh, historically weird? Yeah, he had telecast? some. He had some odd bits. I think there was one like Asian uh, sequence that rub people the wrong way but i must have been like 10 or 12 in that so i barely remember it nah because then he, he came back we we were in i don't know if you were working in the war room at that time but we did the war room on when we were on 50 second one yeah it wasn't that long ago maybe 2016 I how did say. that one go over i that's the one with the weird asian bit but he was oh, funny i'm thinking of like his first first one no no yeah back in the day back in the day i think he had a uh was it? It might have been like that ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah. Whenever he was really popping, but uh, yeah, it was like I feel like it was 2015, 2016 when he did it the last time. I don't know. And they uh, have maybe he just needs a like a co host then to really because him and Steve were were selling it. Maybe it's a situation where he's like the main host, but then you have a Lil Rel or like a Steve Martin or right. somebody to come in just randomly and, like and, the, and shoot the shit. What's it missing? Vaginas bit? That was great. Yeah. That was great. The Jeff Bezos shit was funny. You know, like, you know, the, the, the balls the, to, to talk shit at one of the richest men in the world. He got divorced and is still the richest man in the world is great. Like, come on. That's fucking great. Yeah, that was comedy. Actual comedy. Um, speeches. Brad Pitt. We, we talked a lot about Brad Pitt being on a comedy tour. Yes. For most of it. Because he's been racking up everything from the, the long span of award season that is the interim between Golden Globes and Oscars. Facts. And getting all types of jokes off. And interesting that he didn't really have too many jokes for this one. He, you no. know, he it, kept it real. It felt, I mean, our theory was that he had a writer, but this felt more like he was winging it. Gave a shout at the Senate. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and it was it was cool to see, though. I think you guys, I feel like you guys liked it more than I did, but I understand. He was cool. Um, to that end, I was a little disappointed that, or not disappointed, but I was expecting Jane Fonda, who's been like arrested twice yeah. for protesting. <laughs> she well, she made a comment, I think, about uh, there's a lot going on at these things. She made it was like a brief comment that she Them made, passing. yeah, at the very beginning. She had an ankle monitor, on, like, <laughs> all right, don't don't get out of line. <laughs> she had, she had to give her PO a thumbs up before she started. Um, but, I liked uh, Gal, Gal Gadot, Sigourney Weaver, and uh, Brie Larson. That was cool. That was cool. It had was, some good girl power bits. I wasn't expecting it to go on that long. Like, right, I, right, I figured right. it would have just been one thing, but uh, once Brie's talking about winning tequila and shit, like, yeah. yeah, go in. Gal, what, what did she say? And then the men they have to answer questions about what about it's like being to be a, a woman in the industry or whatever. Facts, facts. Which yeah, she got some, some good bars off. I, I imagine any woman that has to get interviewed, and that's the question is, how's it feel to be Especially a woman in Especially when you're field? doing a superhero movie. Yes, 100%. Let's just talk about the fucking shit. Right. Shots to... Shots this journalists, not us. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's weird to come from an Oscars where everything kind of went the way you wanted it to and went the right way. Yes. Because it's almost like we're used to complaining so much about them and award shows in general. It's like, damn, I don't even know. I was I was literally ready. I'm shocked. To, I was ready to get on here and be like, yeah, Parasite should have won. But hey, listen, you cannot fault anyone for being pleasantly surprised that Parasite won. Word. We're only one year removed from Green Book. Yeah, fast. <laughs> you know, it, like, it, it, was a, it was a big 180. And that's the thing for me where it's like, yeah, 1917 didn't deserve the win, but uh, this was a rare year where most of the contenders were not like actually bad or trash movies. Facts. 
Like, you know, if Jojo Rabbit won, it's like, all right, do we really need to salute a movie that says Nazis are bad, Jewish people are people? Yeah. With the highest award of the night? No. (laughs) But the, the only one that was really, really had my fingers crossed, please nothing, was Joker. Yeah, it only got, what, two? And, um, you know, Joaquin won. Joaquin won, and it won for score. Because I believe, um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce homegirl's name, because I will butcher the shit out of it. Hilder. Hilder. She was the first woman, woman, I believe, to win that award. So, And even then with that, it's a situation where it's like, um, yeah... I don't know if that score went too crazy for me, but how can you be mad when it's no, 100%. I think what the fourth woman to only win the, to win the award and the first since '97. That's what it was. It was like the first in twenty some years. Yeah. So. Um, I don't remember the score of that film at all. It, it, did, it didn't. It, sti- it didn't go that hard. It didn't stick it with didn't me. Go that hard. Like uh, like Randy others. Newman was like, "Y'all invited me here to not win." <laughs> Randy Newman was playing his heart out, and it didn't look like it at all. He was out there though. He was out here. I'm just gonna say it though. Joaquin, great performance. I still wouldn't have been mad at a Leo upset. That would have been dope. We were talking, seeing the montage of the best actor stuff. Not to say that, you know, Joaquin didn't go in, but Leo in the trailer, throwing shit at the wall, the tears coming down when Homegirl told him he he acted well in the scene. Like, that would have been a big one. That would have been a huge one. Um, I'm trying to think of... Laura Dern Turkey. Laura Dern was the first acting win for Netflix. Oh shit! Yeah, that was their first award. A lot of interesting cuts to Ted Sarandos yeah. in, the, in the in the crowd. <laughs> and he's just smiling. You feel bad. He, I think I look at him. And I just think of like the emoji with the money eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with his little tongue hanging out. Yeah, that guy's crazy. Was there any? I mean, really? There's really not much. No, I mean, great show. I think I wouldn't have been mad at Quentin winning directing. Word. I think he really flexed with that. And again, like Nate was saying, I think he, his, this is one of his, it's not his, one of his best movies, but it's one of his best shows behind the camera. Facts. If that makes sense. No, 100%. 100%. Um, I, you know, again, I'm not going to front and say that I don't think The Irishman is a personal favorite over Mm -hmm. Parasite, but... With both of those wins, Parasite winning is way more important, way cooler, and yeah. they have other statues at home, so they're good. Word. You know? And, and I would say Parasite winning means not only should people who haven't seen Parasite figure out a way to go see it, but also go back to his history, man. You know, the, the immediate thing was, you know, have you seen The Host? You know, have you seen Okja? You know what Snowpiercer. You know, like, and I believe Snowpiercer is probably on Netflix. And so. Snowpiercer is kind of like a weirder parasite it has the same themes and issues and it's more mainstream captain america's in it it's it's got i mean it's more mainstream but it also has like you know the bars the twist about the bar still like keeps me up at night yeah yeah it's a lot lot going there um yeah and i think again to donnie's point it's like we get jaded about award shows but it puts attention on these movies so much more facts big facts shit go watch some good it, it, it you couldn't happen to a better crop of films no you know um, all right, real quick, as we always like to do, especially after an award season. Let's get it. An award show. Let's get it. Blind items, baby. We, we crazy days and nights We're in on it? crazy days and nights. Uh, I saw a bunch that went up, but I only read one. All right, I got two here that look interesting. Okay, let's get it. First up, the foreign-born permanent A++ list singer says that he is the reason the one-named rapper performed last night. Do I think the one-named rapper called? Yes. More than that, maybe. So, obviously that's Eminem and Elton John. Yeah. Eminem, why would Eminem call 
Like, what what was the reason that he's like, I need to do this right now? I don't know. But they are friends. They've been cool. Yeah, they've been cool ever since people said that Eminem was homophobic. And he was like, nah. Right. Watch this. But, like, you have to think of the trajectory of the cycle. Like, Eminem dropped an album, what, a month ago? Is this promo for the album? I don't know what they're alleging here. They're saying M. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't know what these guys. I don't know what anybody's doing behind closed doors. But uh, that's an interesting one. All right, here's another one. The actress who was a nominee last night got hit on by a married man at an after party, and she didn't say no. Considering what has happened to her in the past, it was a bit of a head scratcher. What? Yeah, I, I'm gonna need some help. What, what's the, what's the comment saying? Actress nominated. People thinking Laura Dern. With who? I mean, she's been out in these streets. Laura Dern's got a. Uh, she she she's had some time with some guys. I mean, a bunch of names. What is she supposed to say? She's Laura Dern. She's single. I think so. So I mean, it's, I mean, not trying to be funny. It's not on her. Why? Why's a mar- Which which married guy is hitting on her? The foreign-born, three-named actress has apparently rekindled her longtime romance with this foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actor, who will jump up to A-plus list when his huge box office movie comes out. They, they write these shit in fucking code. Yeah. This is the actor that was a wedge in her marriage. This is an actor who is telling everyone he is in a relationship. She was showing off the text last night, though, so something is happening. What? They said three-named actress? Three-named actress and someone who's going to jump up to A-plus. Is that a child? Oh. It's, all right. So people think Anna de Armas and ooh. Edgar Ramirez. I don't know what Edgar Ramirez looking, looks like, but Anna de Armas, I mean, Bond's coming out. Yeah. That's what, April? Yeah. Damn. You know Edgar Ramirez from uh, Let me look this uh, Versace. Here. Did you watch that? He was the, he's he's a Versace. Dude. He is. Okay. Got you. Got you. Damn, really? He's kind of, he, she's a little young, right? He looks old, but he was looking old in Versace, right? All right, let's read one more. Edgar Ramirez is 42. If you wanted to think of the worst match of two people, it would probably be this A-minus slash B-plus list actor who has a fairly hit long-running streaming show and the A-minus B-plus list actress he's hooking up with most nights. Last night, he was a sweaty coke mess. Combine that with them being like kindling waiting for a match, and you know that this relationship ending is going to be one for the books. There has never been one relationship she has exited quietly. Is that Rami? Sweaty coke mess has me in tears. Is that Rami? Because he was dating homegirl. (laughs) So people think there's comments saying Kristen Wiig or Vanessa Hudgens. Ooh. But they, they're not saying who the guy is. No one knows who the guy is. Fairly long, hit-running streaming show. I don't know. Streaming show? That's why I was going to say Rami, but that was actually on TV. Yeah. A fairly long-running streaming show who would be a coked-up mess? <laughs> <laughs> Sweaty. Sweaty coked-up mess. Shout you got to love it. I'm sure more will come out yeah. from... Uh, as the the after party gossip, I think trickles uh, out. Ho- we'll, we'll we'll keep a lock on this, and then maybe next week if there's or it pro- it'll probably be a bit before something comes out, huh? Yeah, I mean you never know. We'll we'll keep you guys posted. I think this is something. the end of award season though, so thank right. God, um, I I'm glad, so glad. What a month! 
I didn't. I did not remember the Independent Spirit Awards were on Saturday. Like, what um, the fuck? Shout out to them. They awarded a lot of. Um, they mixed it up. I yeah. should say. Shouts out to whoever was bringing awards while they were holding their sandwich from backstage. So apparently that was the actor John Glazer. He was trying to be funny. He was trying to be funny in character as his character from Hustlers, who I don't know if you remember. He is Jennifer Lopez's boss. And that interim when they stop fucking with the club for Mm -hmm. a minute and Mm -hmm. she's asking to go pick up her daughter or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's such a weird thing to revisit. Like, who's gonna... I would not have remembered that And I've I've watched Hustlers, like, twice now. Yeah. And it's like, who's thinking of that guy? That's weird. The Independent Spirit Award. That's televised? It was on IFC. (sighs) IFC channel. They might need to bump that up somewhere. I'd watch. Yeah. And I I don't... I watch the Globes, the Oscars... And then everything else. Sandler's speech was great. Actually, my homie yeah. texted me last night. Um, young Nick DeToro. Mm-hmm. Shouts out. Was who you know, of course, friend of the family. Yeah, the yeah, Sandler's. Word. But he was wondering. He was like, I almost feel like they didn't nominate Sandler because they didn't even want to give him the chance to, talk to shit. win and then go up and do like the Sandler voice at Damn. the Oscars. Like, they're just not having it. That that would have been the the biggest uh, black eye to them. Yeah, that and I, you know, I was reading. You got to read Entertainment Weekly's, um, what do they call it? Like, I guess, Blind Ballot, maybe? Okay. Where they get someone, and this is not like other sites. Secret Ballot, I think they call it. Secret Ballot. Yeah, yeah, but this is not like other sites that just get some, like, old person to go and say, like, creaky, out-of-date shit. (laughs) Word. They get, you know, phantom people in the industry, Mm -hmm. anonymously, like a director. They got a male director, female director, Mm -hmm. an actor and an actress, a producer, and a uh, publicist. Word. Yeah, and yeah. they all share their votes. And there's so much shade <laughs> and ulterior motives and agendas and biases and what they say that they don't hide. Word. And I think one thing that was interesting to me was that um, they were talking about, like, uh, 1917 and, and something else. What were we just talking about? Adam Stanley? Yeah. Uncle oh. Gems. They were saying that the... Um, so they're trying to be more inclusive... Mm-hmm. And the voting board, which also includes inviting a lot of international people. Word. But this one person's argument was that international people are so not for the comedic actor go serious route. Oh, They're shit. not even entertaining that. They're, like, very highbrow. Mm-hmm. And they're not fucking with any kind of, like, oh, dramatic turn or, or narrative change or anything like that. Damn. Interesting. Interesting. We're, we're getting a lot of ins. I think come next year we need some more uh we need to really lock in some industry insiders yeah get the real scoop kick the, the doors open the real skinny um until then yeah award season is a wrap it's a wrap if you haven't seen any of the best picture contenders i think they're all worth watching yeah yeah i i, I, I tried to get them all in before this weekend um most shout out to little women Shouts! I, I we should Donnie big Little Women fan as well. Yeah, I, I, Little I, Women is hard. I wanted to see Florence take it. Just although people just tell it. me that the '94 version slaps this version, so I gotta do that. I mean, Winona is a goat. Um, so we got some movies to watch. We got a whole other episode coming this week. Definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, special guest, nothing but illustrious guest. Shouts out to Deez Zamero. Um, you can catch that on Apple Podcasts. For sure. Or wherever you get your podcast. And um, as, as much as the Academy did get some things very right last night, there are a bunch of great movies that weren't nominated that we collected in the list. Facts. Facts. 18 of them. 18 of them boys. And, you know, I, I will say, if you have Amazon Prime, 
the majority of those films are streaming on Prime right now. Go do that. Go do that. Everything from Hustlers to Honey Boy. Um, follow us as always on Complex Pop on Twitter and Instagram. Um, again, we'll be back Wednesday with a very special episode about a very special movie coming out this week. But until until then, for Fraser, I'm Cal. As always, advise you to tune in and watch less. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.